When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Minnesotans in unison enjoy all this great state has to offer during the summer. From Niagara Cave to the Lake of the Woods, it's great we can experience a state so rich in landmarks, landscapes, art, and adventure. With so many adventure options, we were thinking, why are so many Minnesotans limiting their options for insurance for home and autos? Today, 80% of Minnesotans have their insurance with one agent who has only one company. That means no options. At the Canterbury Group, we offer you more than 16 companies for your home and auto insurance and 40 professionals to do business with. So as your needs change, we have options that continue to provide you with the best coverage for the best price. You wouldn't want to fish in only one of Minnesota's 10,000 lakes, and we don't want you to be stuck with only one insurance company. Visit thecanterburygroup.com or call 800-967-3389. Get many insurance options today. Oh, it's fun. Crazy. It's painful, but it's wonderful. What is the name? It's Roycey Unchained. Patrick Roycey, what is going on with you today? How are you going on? Yeah, it's okay. The Cleveland Guardians, this is our first ever big series with the Guardians, right? They were in here before, but it it wasn't as big series. Now, first place is on the line, and they just took two out of three. I think they've won either 16 out of 21 or 17 out of 22. I'm not sure which. They won the last two of the Dodgers series, and they're only one game, and they have six games in hand. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Which, in baseball, you don't want. In hockey, you like having six games in hand because you can get points. In baseball, it means you got a whole boatload of doubleheaders coming up. So that's going to be their big issue. But, Rocco will be jealous of the Guardians. You know why? Why is that? Because when you have a doubleheader, you can bring in the 14th pitcher. Oh, boy. Rocco, today, 13 pitcher day. You win. Let's celebrate it in America, finally. You won. I think the league didn't wait for the owner's meeting, right? The league sent it out and said, okay, this is it. Commissioner's office send it out. I heard last week they were going to discuss yeah, right. trying to keep it because oh, the managers were, are all the managers off. were all fighting for it, uh-huh. and the commissioner's office apparently sent out an edict. When I think the athletic bro Rosenthal or somebody broke it, like on Friday, maybe Friday, Thursday, or Friday, that that no, they had all been notified because Rocco, you could see from his quotes this weekend, had given up. And he oh, he's not happy though. No, he's not happy. He does. He wants to play the game with the roster. He wants to play the game with. Well, this we're doing this for America, Jocko. <laughs> Rock America is more important than you, Rocco. This country and everything it stands for is more important than you, Rocco. So I'm all in favor of that. I, I wish it was twelve, but I'll settle for thirteen since it's a twenty-six player roster. Mm-hmm. I like having a bench in baseball where you can make a move. I like that. That is a good thing. We shouldn't have to have Ryan Jeffers hit against a right-hander in the eighth inning, right? Mm -hmm. When you're two runs down and you need something outside of a pop-up or a strikeout. Now, he hit a home run the other day, so congratulations to whoever that was that hit his bat. (laughs) But, uh, uh, by the way, is he the cockiest 180 hitter in history? He really carries himself like, uh, he's got gifts to baseball. He's got he's got Dick on his side, by the way. Dick always mentions what their record is with him yeah. catching, yeah. which means he must be getting that from. I've heard he's very confident behind the scenes yeah. too, but he must be getting that from 
uh, okay, why is Sanchez not catching more than Jeffers? Right. Because he can hit. And they, he must be, well, because they're, you know, they have a better winning record with, they have a better record with him, a much better record with him catching. I don't see him stealing dozens of pitches. Do you? I mean, it's this whole pitch framing thing is for two pitches a game, right? Yeah. The guys well, who lead yeah. the league in pitch framing. I got a big fight about this on the Twitter. The pitch so. framing stats, the guys who lead the league is like 2.2 a game, right? Yeah. That's it's two two pitches a game. The other thing is he doesn't frame. He takes the ball and relocates yes, it. Yes, yes, it does. There, there is yeah. rarely subtlety to framing. Is subtle. Framing is not moving your glove, but right. Yeah, you know, as Just, it, as the pitch is arriving, you're you know you've you're not moving your glove, right? Yes, I got in a big fight on Twitter about that because okay. people said you don't understand how great he is at this. And I said, yeah, I do, and it drives me crazy. <laughs> yes, right. I'd rather have a double once in a while, frankly, than a, than a stealing one pitch here and there. And the other thing, mm-hmm. and he, he and Sanchez are equal in throwing out runners. They never do it. Yes, but then again, I don't think we don't spend a lot of time holding runners, and we we don't worry about it. So, no, in no. fact, we're always down in the dirt as low as we yes, can. Yes, we can. Yeah, Play, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. Now you do see more balls go to the backstop with Sanchez. There's no doubt about it. Mm-hmm. I think if Jeffers does anything better than Sanchez, it's blocking the ball. Yes, Sanchez no. is not good at blocking pitches. No, he's not. And he never will be. But he's, he's, you know, he ain't a hell of a lot worse than Harp. And we survived with Harp. Won a World Series with Harp, right? And Harp was not much. Because one of the great Royce meltdowns of Harp all time. 3.1, baby. 3.1 play to appearances per game. Yes. Yes, it was, a, it was a conspiracy to keep Harper out of the top 10. The Star Tribune was intentionally... Taking him out, I believe it was uh, who was it that said he was going to cancel his subscription if the Star Tribune didn't start putting Harper in one of the well, some radio personality. I'm not sure, and it was oh really? Like, yeah, it was gonna. They didn't start putting. We Harper finally in had to put 10. an explanation in. Yeah. He doesn't qualify because of this. <laughs> yes, right. Those yeah. my agate days. They all wanted harp. Yeah. Yes, they were very upset. We'd get calls constantly. Who was our uh, Who was our harp backup in '91? Butera? No. No. Um, '91 was uh, Ortiz, right? Oh, Junior. Yeah, that's right, Junior. Uh, Sal Butera was back in '87. Yeah, right. And that with was Laudner. That was with Lodge. With Laudner. And, and somebody who got hurt. Somebody got hurt, right? And they had to. Get a Sal. Sal did not start yeah, the right. season. He came in a little later. You're right. Or maybe they got Mark Salas. Maybe they didn't want to catch him anymore. Mark was not I, a. I thought Mark was gone by then. He, he might have been. I can't remember. He was a defensive. He wasn't. But yeah, Lodge was. Lodge he wasn't was the, a defensive whiz. Yep. Because so. Ortiz caught Scotty Erickson. Yeah, that's right. He, he was Scotty Erickson's personal catcher. That's true. he didn't like throwing to Harp. Well, it's. Uh, uh, is is this heat wave? We're going to get thunderstorms tonight, so maybe the heat wave's leaving. But is this going to, uh, are they going to play here. a game there tomorrow at 93 degrees? That place can be a little steamy. Mm-hmm. Let me see what the uh, projected, uh, tomorrow's supposed to be high 91. Okay. It's supposed to be nice. Bad. That isn't bad. That isn't Wednesday, bad. 86. Thursday, noon start, or thereabouts, 95. Oh, okay. So that one's a little Down bit. Down there in the hole there. That'll be our excuse for drawing eighteen thousand a game for the first we gotta place get, battle, right? Hey, we got to get guys off their feet on Thursday. Yes, now. oh god, yes. It can't be. I don't care if uh, they win, lose, whatever. I, I think Buck will play. Uh, yeah, he'll play Tuesday and Wednesday, and not yeah. Thursday, right? And uh, Correa won't play. Uh, I see Thursday as a both of them sit day, don't you? Yeah, it's very possible. Yeah, I got a question for you. Why? And I'm not being a smart ass here. So Buck. DH'd on Friday. Yes. Didn't play Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then you get drilled Sunday. You're down by six, and it's mm-hmm. it's hopeless. It's yeah. done. Why don't you take him out? Then, yes. Yeah. yeah. Why does he play the whole but, game? Because it's a, it's a scheduled day on, but, apparently. But, it makes no sense. Okay. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, a it, lot of it's 7-1, it and you're sense. done. You're cooked. I turned it on the other day when they were winning Saturday. I hadn't watched for a couple of innings, and Arise was gone, and I said, <laughs> okay, what did he do? Follow ball off his foot? 
But they actually just took him out of the game because he wasn't feeling well. Yeah, he said. tried to play through. Yeah, sounds like a, I don't know, cold, yeah. whatever. Okay, so but but anytime you turn on a Twins game now, mm-hmm. you just assume somebody did something, right? Something, somebody's hurt. Something, something, somebody's almost hurt. Somebody's We're almost trying to hurt. prevent injury. Yes, yes. By the way, did you see their best nineteen-year-old prospect? Yep. Meniscus surgery. I saw your tweet. Yep. <laughs> but as expected. Nineteen. As expected. Yeah, we don't know anything about him, but he'll get hurt if he's if he's one of their guys. But all seriousness aside, as they say, what are they gonna do about their starting pitching? You can't get to the finish line with this collection. Chris Archer is you know, we had a we had a very heartwarming story about Chris paying for his dad to come in to watch him pitch, but then he only went four innings. And Why couldn't he go run. five, by the way? He gave up two solo shots. It was two to one. Why not just, and he was at 61 pitches. Why? I have no idea. But, I mean, is that fair to Archer? Because an off day today, so I right, didn't but, think he feel, felt his bullpen. Who knows? But Rocco spent the past week complaining about the fact his bullpen's going to be too taxed. Yes, so Archer could have pitched five or six, I don't think, with uh I mean somebody, came up, shots. somebody came up with this stat for me today earlier. The Cleveland has pitched Cleveland has played six fewer games and has had twenty two more innings from their starters. Oh, that's a good one. Than this one. Than this team. Not surprising. And when they or the bullpen has pitched twenty two more. One you know, which either way. And the bullpen has pitched 22 innings less or, the you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the Yankees, when they were here, their bullpen had pitched 55 innings less than the Twins. You're you're bringing it on yourself. Oh, yeah. It's like Gardy, my old friend Gardy, who used to say, I had to use my whole bullpen today, and I could say, no, you didn't, Gardy. You could have pitched this guy for two and that guy for two, but you chose to pitch your whole bullpen. You chose to pitch everybody one inning, and you should have had let two of those guys get off their feet and have one guy pitch two innings. You yeah. know? So they bring it all on themselves. It's just this. But this, I don't understand it. This craze. You know who's going to uh, really go crazy about this is Tampa next year. Mm-hmm. Tampa, by the way, is this this ain't their year. They're they're hanging, but they're not. But. Uh, but, you know, they've got their pitchers now waiting like 10 seconds longer to pitch, to throw a pitch, to have their arm be refreshed. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes. Yeah, they, their, pitch, their pitchers are taking long. And that's a new stat. How long do you take between pitches? Ooh. So they're going to be very upset when we get the shot clock in there next year. Because they, they, they think that they, there's, there are studies that if you don't throw immediately – if you if you wait a little longer, the arm refreshes itself. So you knew somebody was going to come up with something. I hadn't heard that one, but that's I heard that. I now, think, has I this think been commonplace, and we just didn't know about the about it? I think it's, it's new? kind of a new phenomenon with uh, Tampa. Uh, Provis was talking about it on the air when they, when they were playing I Tampa. Should've, I should have turned them on. Yeah, and when they were talking about the Tampa series, he was talking about. TV. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, anyhow. That's uh yeah that that I I love that one. So the so. pitch clock is going to oh yeah I won't be able to which refresh by the, way, the I arms. Love this. Oh I do too. Let's go. I think fourteen seconds is a little quickish, but uh, you know eighteen and twenty five that'll be good, right? Well, what's the deal with a guy on base? It's, it's, it's longer. It must change. It's, it's yep. longer, but uh, but it also is when does it start? Because these dummies at yeah. Target field started when the other pitch is caught. That's not the way it's going to work. It's going to start when you get the ball back to the mound, right. I would guess. you know. Right. The big thing, though, is how are they going to get these guys in the, the box? You're going to have more violations of the box mm-hmm. than you are. Can't leave the box. You, you're supposed to, you're supposed to what, be ready to hit with eight seconds to go on the clock. Or you can't step like, out. Yeah, that was the rule they came up with like four years ago. They yeah. were supposed to enforce yeah, it. Don't. You can't. What's Louis Rice going to do when he gets the walks around? He's going to be don't waddle around. Yeah, yeah. He's, you're going to have uh, people. 
complaining about, oh, like, I got to get myself mentally yeah, equipped. Yeah, yeah. It's, if it's really taking 20 minutes a game off games, it's going to be the greatest thing that ever happened to baseball. Didn't Smelter complain about it? He said, oh, yeah, Triple A is the worst it. thing they've ever hated done. It. Hated it, yeah. I like watching him pitch, though, because he gets so damn mad at himself. Yeah. He hates it when he... He hates it when he's not good. The rest of them stay calm about it, but uh, but he, he hates it when he's not good. And uh, but he's not a guy that he's your sixth starter. He shouldn't have to be. He, he mm-hmm. should. He'd be your extra guy who's pitched well. You think after him not pitching for two years, he's going to be able to pitch 130 innings for you? Oh hell it, no! It ain't going to work. You know no. So. Well, the whole collection—it's they, they got to somebody else got to show up here. They they got to trade Kepler for a pitcher or something. They got to they got to do something. Yeah, I agree. I'm not sure they're going to. I mean, who yeah. knows with these guys? Yeah, I don't know. But the number one fault with this administration is their inability to uh, produce starting pitchers since they've been here. Yes. Yeah. They. And they, they, were, invented, they invented, they invented, they inherited Barrios, mm-hmm. uh, and then everybody else has been signed. And the winder has, you know, been hurt two years in a row. Can Arena, who they liked a lot, is pitching. They got you should see the game, the innings they have him pitching in Wichita. He's starting, but he's the other day I looked it up. He had ten starts and thirty innings or something like thirty-one innings. They're not, you know, he didn't pitch last year, and then he didn't pitch much in two thousand twenty. So. But they're, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta use it. You gotta use it. You gotta use the arm. To they don't it, believe in using it. But, you gotta use it up. You gotta use your arm to create. Yeah, but they don't you know, agree with that. You gotta have a foundation. You can't. Yes. You gotta pitch with a foundation. But, but that's my point about about Archer on Sunday. Like with. If you're so devastated that you don't have the extra guy, and you've talked about, Rocco talked about, we're going to have to get extra innings from our starters, right? Mm-hmm. And this guy, after 61 pitches and four, you're like, okay, he's out now. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't make any sense. The other great thing they're going to be doing now with the 14 pitchers in the roster situation is guys who aren't hurt are going to spend a lot of time on the 15 day. They put that McGill on the. I don't think there's anything wrong with him. They put him on the 15 day, and I they can they can say he's you know he's feeling unwell or something, or come up with any <laughs> yeah. any injury they want. Of course, but that's going to be the new deal, is because they a lot of these guys, yeah, you know they got they've been DFA and guys like crazy with 14 pitchers, right? Yeah, getting a couple of them claimed. I mean, Chichi Gonzalez, how Clara hard up were the Brewers that they came claimed Chichi Gonzalez, but. But now they're going to, the DL is because they're not going to want to lose these guys. They're going to be DLing them left and right. Do you think if they stopped being so damn cute and started to think about what they were doing, it would help at times? I feel like they're so into tricking up the system and doing all of this cute stuff that they don't think about what just makes sense. Yes, that's, that is true. Yeah. I mean, just it's, it's. Yeah, they're they're always trying to outsmart everybody. They're like, they're like football. Yes, they're always trying to fool. Yeah, yes. They're always trying to fool people. Well you know, put. It's, it's, uh, and they're that secretive now too. They mm-hmm. don't tell you. Don't know squat about this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that to, to some extent. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I don't know. I still think the Whiteys are. They get well. How many games they've only played them three, right? White Sox. So they got sixteen left. Have they with played. Them. They played here. Did they play there yet? Uh, I don't think so. Then it's, it's sixteen. They've just 16 been three. And Cleveland, the Cleveland, they haven't played in Cleveland yet either, right? They no, just played the series. They play here. eight of their next eleven against Cleveland. Five next week in Cleveland, and then five in September in Cleveland. You t- so they got two five scheduled five game series. Well, no, it's to make up for the front end of the games lost um, in April because of the lockout. Yeah, but once they came out, they they scheduled made a five game yes. schedule, yep. five five game series. Yep. So the the Cleveland thing, there's a scheduled doubleheader then one of those days. Yes. Ooh, Rocco will be very upset. Yes. Um, but he'll get the extra pitcher. You get the extra pitcher. That's right. And and I I think can they call that guy up without? Uh, no, they must have to use the forty man guy. I would think on that one. Yes. Yeah, on that one. So 
Yeah, the the reserve, the guys they could call up in Toronto because of the unvaxxed guys, they didn't have to use 40. By the way, it only took uh, uh, 10 runs from Toronto yesterday to beat the Yankees. Unbelievable. 47 and 16. They had a live. That's uh, 49 and 16. 49 and 16. Yep. Wow. They're right. They're right. And before yesterday, they were on pace for 122, which is uh, Seattle was 115. That's the comparison now. The Seattle leader, they won 115. They're, yeah. pit, they're pitching to their starter. Yeah. The only that team that play they homes in the bullpen. The only team that they starters couldn't pitch effectively again was the Fighting Twins. Garrett Cole had no chance here. Who then got, who then got their lunch eaten by Madison Kelly, who's I don't know much about him, but. I had somebody text me and said, uh, yes, I wasn't watching texting. Very low energy. They had twins had low energy. Well, they're, they're overused, obviously. But generally speaking, the pitcher has something to do with your energy level, doesn't it? They used to have yeah. extremely low energy against Verlander. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, guys like that. Colfax, Colfax no energy. No, that game, Nolan Ryan, game, zero. Game seven, World Series, no energy. Low energy. That's no a very energy. hockey thing. <laughs> yeah, low energy. We've got to grind more. We need the hockey. Twins grinding more. Hockey. What? Speaking of which, oh, boy, don't. 7-0, how did that happen? It's awful. Dirk Cooper could have gotten a, she sat in a chair, right? You could have played goal. I could have played goal. <laughs> it didn't matter. It what? was awful. What? Uh, where did that come from? They're just war- Had they... I know Colorado's extremely well rested, but the Lightning they went seven with the Rangers, right? Yeah, they had to come back from two zero. Yep. And they how about before that they had a tough series with? Uh, the, they had a tough series with uh, Toronto to start. They went seven with Toronto, and right? And the Panthers did they? No, nah, I think that the Panthers was, five. Yes, five I think that six. was done quicker. Yeah, but anyway, uh, and the Avalanche are tonight. so damn fast. Yeah, they'll win tonight, though, won't they? Tampa. I thought that Saturday would be competitive, and it wasn't. Yeah, so I'm a yeah. little bit thrown off. I mean, yes, they're, they're with the game being in Tampa, they should win. But mm-hmm. I mean, Pat, this Avs team is. Whew, are they they're fast? getting better? Yeah, they are. And I know Carr is a special player. Uh, they're going to make him. Uh, he's going to be the playoff MVP. Well, didn't yes. weren't people ripping him for uh, that? He was. What game was it that the last series that they thought he didn't play well against? Who, who beat? They didn't. They they swept the last series, right? Yes. Was it against? I think the, they've lost a grand total of. Was it two against games? the Blues? Some game against the Blues. I know he was getting ripped. I think they've reason. lost. A, I think they've lost a total of two games. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, McKinnon has like one assist in the finals. Mm-hmm. He hasn't done anything yet, mm-hmm. and they're. Yeah, McKinnon all. hasn't. Yeah, the rest of them are. Yeah, where? Uh, what are they going to? Are they in cap hell or not? Uh not. They're yet, not, not yet. yet. They're not yet. Have but they McKinnon's going to be up for. Uh, it's going to happen. Have they had to pay McCarr yet? Uh, no. no. So I, he's a kid, right? Yeah. Although they might have. You know what? I might. They might have signed him to an extension. Uh, mm-hmm. I think McKinnon's the the one who's going to get him. Mm-hmm. You I'm know what? Up for you. He's great, but you know I wouldn't. You shouldn't pay him more than Kaprizov, should you? Okay, McCarr is signed at yeah. So he he got paid. Nine million dollar cap hit through two thousand twenty six twenty seven. So what he, was he UMass? So he where got was he from UMass? Where yeah, I think that's from? right. Yep. Yeah, he's uh, they've done good. How about our oh. guy next year? Ben Myers will be there. Yeah, he'll be on be that. He'll be he'll playing. He'll be playing mm-hmm. fourth line somewhere. Uh, beat somebody up once in a while. Tough, big tough. Kid. Yeah, he no, he's good. He's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, Garen tried to sign him, so I think they were trying to. Add some depth there, and he said, "I'll take the Avalanche." Mm-hmm. And they might have given him a little better deal too. Well, that's I, possible. I think we're we're very worried about our cap, aren't we? Oh God, yeah, our cap's a mess for the next three years because of the buyouts. Um, yeah, this team is going to have to get very creative mm-hmm. and win with a lot of young players. There's not going to be a lot of wiggle room to, to make moves. The problem is the damn league did great. It turned out that yeah. they made. They're not. They're still not raising That's the cap because what? Because Batman doesn't have to. They don't have to. No, and they announced that they so they, they got the union so stupid oh, that God. they don't get a 
So it's like the NFL. The only union worth its salt, I think, is probably baseball and basketball Mm. might be. Yeah, basketball is pretty good. That's good because the players are smarter. And plus they have so few players. Football and hockey, they get abused. Yeah. So football's the worst. So you you announce record earnings and you... There's nothing in there about changing the cap? No. In, in fact, they announced what the cap was going to be like in April. Wow. And then I think l- last week said, oh, look at all billions of dollars we <laughs> yes. raked in. Right, we're not raising anything. <laughs> wow. Uh, Bill Garrett called mm. BS on that. Yeah. Well, unreal. Hey, the golf. Yeah, it was, it was a fun uh, final I, day. I, I didn't watch it live. I had a tape and I watched it. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was. Uh, you know, the Fitzpatrick, who had won there, what, the U.S. Amateur, mm-hmm. I believe, in 13 or mm-hmm. something. He's been hanging around. Doesn't I don't know if he plays here all the time. He plays halfway. I, I don't know what he does. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he played great down that stretch. That Making a making a par on 18 was, uh, was uh, kind of magical. But I loved the champion to me was the golf course because this is a 1890s or whenever they – open the damn place and it's old fashioned. The greens and the tees are right next to each other, but they found some room to make it longer, but they, they combat distance by making you, you know, growing wheat next to the fairways and, you know, making you hit the middle of the fairway, the ball bounce. If you don't, the ball bounce over and there's bad stuff. And when it didn't rain, didn't you know you you can keep the greens like this yep. when they can keep the greens like this then the fellas have trouble yes they yeah, do. even though they're hitting wedges if if they got an area of about as big as a computer now that you have to hit otherwise it goes and it's, you got eight feet coming back and uh and then you you know it, so I was very proud of the Boston uh, of the of the country club in Brookline, mm-hmm. Massachusetts, to uh, keep the scores where they were and keep the boys humble. And the live crew didn't do real well. They didn't. Uh, only four of the fifteen made the cut. Right? I yeah. think eleven of them missed. Phil shot a hundred. But the big controversy now is Greg Norman uh, wants live to get in the world golf rank. Well, Greg, it's real simple. Men's golf is a 72-hole competition. The world golf ratings are rate, way, are judged on se- either match play or 72-hole competition. You're playing 54 holes, so no, you don't get in. Sorry, you don't get in. Plus, there's no qualification to get into your tournaments. You just the same 48 guys show up every week, right? And play amongst themselves. Yep. But it's a, the big thing is it's a 54 hole tournament. Now I had this thought on the way over here. You can see why Greg would like tournaments to be 54 holes. Cause he would have won about five more majors. Including, that masters, including yeah. the masters. <laughs> that you if there was no, if there were no holes uh, 55 through 72, he wouldn't have had to turn a six-stroke lead into a five-hole def- a five uh, a six-stroke lead into a five-stroke defeat. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't have had to shoot the most embarrassing round of golf in history, 78, while Nick was shooting 67. He wouldn't have had to do that. He would have been the champion. I'm the champion. But you had to play holds 55 through 72 and i'm very proud i was covering it for us uh and a lot because nick greg after his humiliation uh-huh. came in quickly into the press room and answered questions and a lot of guys that were in there that go especially the old the hardcore golf guys giving him a lot of credit for being a stand-up guy and they they pulled their punches on him. I ripped the crap out of them, you know. So I was, I, I did not care. I mean, I was thought, okay, this is good. He came in and answered, but sure. it was good for his image. But uh, you know, it's uh, you can't put them in the world golf ratings if they're going to play fifty four holes and brag about it. Make it that Roman numeral that they're 
only playing 54 holes. The hell with them. They don't get in the World Golf Rankings. If they do, then they bought them off. Then the Saudis gave them money or something. So what? why do we have to, what, what I don't get is, it seems like there were a lot of things that weren't planned here. Like like now he's trying, it, it seems that they should have had something worked out to either be in the rankings or not. Yes, yes. Like now no, it seems no. very late to be saying we should be included. Yes. And if I was going to join that tour, and I, I, I know that these guys are being paid enormous money, but I would want to know, yeah. am I joining a legit tour or am I joining something where I'm being paid, but it's more like exhibition? Mm-hmm. Seems weird to me. Well, it's, it's, is the public going to give a damn who won? Because no. it's the same 48 guys. You don't have Matthew Fitzpatrick winning right. out of, you know, out of nowhere. You don't, you know, part of the wonder of golf, I mean, is you, you get the same great stars most of the time, but there's also the guy who's been off the, you know, beaten path forever. I mean, Ben Crenshaw was a really good player at one time when he won the first Masters. When he won the second one, he was terrible mm-hmm. going in, and he was terrible for 20 years afterwards. It was a miracle, you know. And, you know, with these guys, you got the same 48 guys, and nobody's going to give a damn because they're the same guys playing every week. So, but I don't know. They just, more of them went for the money. I, you know what? I wasn't surprised Sergio went for the money. Yep. He seems like that guy. And Dustin guy. Johnson might too. Dustin Johnson's empty. Phil looks awful. I think Dust. I don't think Dustin likes golf. Yeah. So you know he he likes Paulina. Yeah, he likes Paul. He likes you know whatever he likes, kids, whatever. But this, this gives him a chance to make more money and only play fifty four holes, and he's got his majors. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't care if he ever wins. I mean, he still gets to play the majors, right? There's the PGA. Of America is not going to throw them out. The uh, Masters isn't going to throw them out. The U.S. Open, I don't think, will throw them out. So, you know, he'll be playing in the, all the majors, which is all he cares to play now anyway. And then he can go over and make more money doing this than he probably makes go out there grinding. I mean, last year, you could put a lie detector test on him and he could pass it. I guarantee you at the 3M Open, he hit the ball in the water on 18 so he didn't have to stick around. How come we're feuding with uh, some of our bloggers? What's oh, going on? Oh, it got ugly. It got ugly uh, on ugly. Saturday, I believe. So, so um, there, there was Nick a, Nelson is yeah, an okay Nick, guy. I know him a Nick was bit. upset. He was very upset that, that we, that a graphic had been made out of, I want to say, an athletic twins tweet and, and displayed on a score north, you know, tweet. But it was credited. I mean, yeah, it still says, yeah. uh, but Nick but said it, that there are people who are very upset that Score North is doing that and not, I don't know what else. But you are giving credit. Yeah, you, I know. You're, you're making it a conversation point, right? Correct. Yeah. In other words, you're doing the athletic but if favor. I, but if I, yeah. And if I tweet something, it can be used at that point. Now I get credit for it, yeah. but I don't get paid for it. No. But like, so I was very confused as to what the, like there was no attribution problem. No. Now it would be bad if Score North took a tweet from the athletic an idea, yeah. and then tweeted it out themselves as if original content. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of weird. Was, yeah, it turned into a big it. feud though. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, well, oh yeah, okay. I love those few. Oh, yeah. Twitter's a great. I mean, it's a cesspool, but it's a glorious cesspool. Oh, Pat. it is. It is. I love that stuff. Yeah, and uh you know, we have a uh issue that people don't realize in a lot of cases, especially mine, that it's a completely different animal. Me on Twitter is not me as a newspaper guy. Right. Me on Twitter is what can I say that makes fun of something? Yeah. Right. It's all yeah. about, it's all about I feel like fun. It's all once in a while, you know, there'll be a fact in there once in a while, but yeah. uh, generally speaking, it's, your persona okay. is completely different. Yeah, and no, all like Betsy Helflin has the Chris Archer uh-huh. about Chris Archer bringing his dad in and blah, blah, blah. And I said, it's the thought that counts, you know, to the fact that he lasted only four innings and didn't really show dad anything. That's <laughs> well, Twitter. He wasn't allowed to. That's Twitter. Rocco yeah, he wasn't allowed up. to. Yeah, that's Twitter. But yes. that's Twitter. 
You know, that's uh, that's Twitter is a completely different animal. Hundred percent, especially in sports. But it's it's the greatest thing for sports, I think, in my lifetime as far as fun goes. Yeah. Oh, it is. I I go back to when uh, it started. We were just starting our uh, morning radio show then, so it was two thousand nine, was it? And it was just, what the hell is this? And I remember my first attempts after I got registered were on a flip phone. And it would take like 20 minutes to do do eight words. You and know? you'd have to hit the, yeah, yeah. hit the same thing twice to get like an H? <laughs> yeah, right. You it have was, to hit eight twice? It was, uh, so it's, uh, you know, the greatest thing they ever did was 280 instead of 140. Yes. You can have a thought. Yes. You can now have a thought. 140 yeah. cut you off way too quick. Mm-hmm. Now, I, now your tweets have, have <laughs> be, become more and more like part one, part two. I've seen that. I've done a few of those, yeah. I was doing it on... A little when bit more. You, when you texted out the, how much you enjoyed Charlie. <laughs> I love Charlie. Charlie, I'd missed it. So it's a, he's writing two a month. Yes. But it's a full page. He's making more money for two a month than I am for 12 a month. I can guarantee it. Well, why don't Charlie, you... Commandeer page two on Sundays. <laughs> Get Royce. They don't. They still aren't going to. Uh, they still aren't going to uh, uh, want to. But I miss Charlie. Well, oh yeah, the, I miss the, the feud. notes column, and I miss the feud with Sid. Oh yeah, word finally reached Minneapolis, <laughs> and then Sid would would write all the geniuses on the other side yeah, of the river. Yeah, right. They would. He never missed Charlie. He was Charlie's number one reader. Oh, I'm sure he was. And then he would call up people who Charlie had said, I heard him Bob Stein. He had Bob Stein on next to me, my desk, threatening to put the, put the uh, Timberwolves out of business, just profanely screaming at him because Charlie had some note. I don't even know if it was his lead or not. Oh, and Sid got, oh, oh, he could threaten. There's, you know, Lowell Schrader came in. As the sports editor, and he had done a notes column in Long Beach, but only like once a week. You know, he wrote regular stuff, too. And he sat there and had graded him that Sid had all the scoop. You know, back that was back when Sid was on his game. Yeah. Early 80s. Sid was on his game, and, and he had the Gophers in his pocket, and he had the Vikings in his pocket. Not the Twins, the only team he never had in his pocket. Mm-hmm. And but he had Foxy. He could get if he needed it. He could get it from Fox. But he had you know everybody else and the you know the North Stars. He didn't care that much. <laughs> he say. didn't care that much. But if he needed something, he had Louis. Louis and, yeah. You know he had he had everybody in his pocket. And he you know, and it was more notesy. It wasn't long interview crap like he ended up writing at the end. Oh God, yeah. the last twenty years. Yep. But he was at the top of his game. Well, it drove. Lowell crazy that we were basically conceding this to him and he created Charlie while well, he it was it wasn't Charlie coming to him he created Charlie Lowell did oh, I didn't know that to interesting com- to compete with uh compete with Sid and as I said in my tweets yesterday I'm in there the first night he writes one right yeah and I I don't even think I was on the desk in 81 I was what was I doing your uh, by then right I, yeah I, yeah I was but I just happened to be in there and I said let me see that thing and it was, it would have been on a screen then, though. So I said, so he had a little birdie and don't print that and all. And I took all that stuff out, you know, because oh, no. this is the first one ever. Yep. And I just had the, I didn't take out the information. I just made it like mature. A very bud move. <laughs> I made it mature. Bud would have killed that yeah, stuff, yeah, too. Yeah, right. And what the next one, I got along great with Lowell, but he called me the next morning and just was irate. I said, what, what happened? No. I said, well, it was stupid. It was, uh, <laughs> it was immature. And he said, I told him to put that in there. That's the way I know how to write a notes column. So, oh, so he told, well, he thought, you know. But he had yes, told Shooter to put not in. Not the- necessarily Little Birdie, but to, to. Right. To remind people that you're the only one that has this, right? You know, that to, to remind people that you're. Right. Yeah, because don't, um, don't print that. Uh, don't be surprised. Yeah. Uh, the little birdie. Uh, and I think there was one be, called Behind the Lockers. Yeah, yeah. That's so, been, that, that got are, taken out years ago. Yeah, but the, uh, the uh, Charlie, uh, you know, but 
Charlie was Charlie had all Sid's phone numbers from when he was a copy boy over there from years earlier. But he 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 you know Sid used to keep that great as you know that great big fat yes. book of phone numbers sitting on his desk in his office and his office was always open. Yeah, Charlie'd go in there and write down a hundred num- numbers five five six times. There was had to be fifteen hundred numbers in that thing, and he didn't write them all down, but the ones. The local ones he might need. Now, this was before cell phones, so these are home phones. But uh, right. Charlie wrote those things. He admitted to me years later that he uh, he did it. <laughs> Charlie, Charlie was great to work with, though. But his, as the, my famous story is, his first night, I'd throw him Riley's. Riley's column was then printed. It was uh, typed on paper. Yep. And it was pasted together, right? Yeah. And it would be, there would be, it looked like a cat got, it looked like it was in the bottom of a cat box when we'd get it. He'd paste it. And sometimes the pages would be backwards and sometimes, you know, I mean, it was just, it was like two hours of, of, you know, misery trying to figure out what the hell he was saying. <laughs> I give it to Charlie and he's over there and his, I was in the slot that night and Charlie's head is sweating and he's curted. He throws it back to me. 70 minutes later and says, I couldn't find any mistakes. And I said, I got up and I screamed, this guy couldn't find any mistakes in a rally column. He's fired his first night. He's fired. I said, give me two minutes. I can find 20. (laughs) (laughs) No. And we're talking about grammar and sentences. I mean, I'm not talking about. I mean, he made it up, and we all accepted that. Right. right? We accepted that. But you that. didn't have to worry about the, the facts because they didn't exist. No, yeah, right. So it's not mistakes and, you know. Yeah, like with Sid's column, you had to just, fix it wasn't the facts. English. It wasn't English. It wasn't English. Well, Sid mostly had to fix the names, right? Oh, no. That's every, a great loss. Everything. That's a great loss, though, to uh, mankind that I think that file that was kept in the old atex or something of sid's i think it's uh, gone of sid's uh the names names or, of, uh, orville burville daryl bevel seaford found that one yeah. orville burville pay-per-view that was one yeah, of my pay-per-view. pay-per-view game's gonna be on pay-per-view they had, there had to be what 500 of them oh yeah because oh, it was kept for 20 years what was know? ramil robinson of michigan rommel rommel <laughs> He was a German, the, the the field general, we used to call him. Like, uh, oh, I wish I had that. I wish I could find that somewhere in a box. Of, oh, oh, God. Because I think at one point I printed it out, but I don't know where yeah. it is now. Yeah, because this was late. If you don't know, this was Sid's raw copy as they corrected it. Yep. And you had that duty for, what, three years, maybe? Yeah, three or four you were years. guy? Yeah, where I was on the desk. And, uh, yes, if I was in, I had to do had his to column, do which was... People always thought by then that Sid didn't write the column, but he did. Yes, he did. So he 100% wrote it, but there was nothing about it that was English by that time. Mm-hmm. So my job, though, was to keep the it's Sid. Co- yeah, keep like, it. you couldn't write it coherently. Was he still doing notes then, or was it long? It was whoever he interviewed on Sunday, or no? It was it was it was a little it was a little both. It was still him. Okay. It was a little both, and jottings were pretty big. So, yeah, like, there was okay, a lot yeah. of names yes. and information that was, uh, let's say, yes. factually incorrect. Well, but more factually incorrect name-wise or well, date-wise. stats. Or yeah, yeah. Teams but, might be wrong. But he would talk to Oh, yeah. He would make oh. the rounds. And, and he would come in and sit in his, in his office and write it. Before he had the tape recorder, though, I was a copy boy there. That was something. Oh, he'd God. come in with pockets full, you know, he'd have each pocket in his suit and have like notes and then, and what's this say? There'd be sauce on him. <laughs> yeah, it was unbelievable. It was, uh, you know, that somehow he'd slap it together. Though. He would come back from spring training in the 90s with, I swear to God, Pat, 15 cassette tapes. Oh, yeah. And throw them at you and yeah. say, transcribe these. And you'd, without identifying who he was talking and to. You didn't know who he was talking <laughs> to. You didn't know how much to transcribe. And then yeah. he'd get very upset if you didn't transcribe the whole thing. Yeah. Even if even if you could tell that it was useless. Yes. Yeah. Said the, the note. Yeah, he wanted it all, not just, uh, 
It was, uh, yeah, it was amazing, that's for sure. I do miss those columns, though. Those notes columns were, mm-hmm. I think they're the biggest loss in in papers right now. Boy, you know what uh, local fans are having a hard time confessing to? What's that? Andrew Wiggins played really good <laughs> in the cup. He could, he was a bit player on this team. And, uh, you know, the, 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 they get very, I wrote the column this week just yeah. with other guys talking about him. Yeah, know, it was other probably. people. Yeah. And no, it was giving him too much credit. He was just a, you know, he was, he was a minor contributor and all that stuff. His stats weren't any different than they were here. Well, yeah, but his, the, the way he was used was efficiently, and he played great defense. He's not taking, you know, it was, uh, they really have a hard time admitting that uh, our guy Gerson didn't do real well on that trade. It was attaching the first round pick now in retrospect. Yes. That is a little bit yeah, more and, regrettable. And, you know, obviously he never would have right. been that good here, but. Right. He fit in perfectly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Uh, the, the the amazing thing to to me is the way he's guarding people, because we never mm-hmm. saw that here, mm-hmm. right? No, 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 no. We, I mean, we didn't have people say, "Ooh, ooh. he's very- Andrew is the defensive stopper." And here's the other myth. Yep. The other myth is that Butler was calling when he had his meltdown that day that his target was Wiggins. His target was Cat. Yeah. His target was. Cat. I thought we sort of knew that. Well, we knew Cat was one of the, but people thought that when he was talking about losers and everything, that he was, he apparently didn't mind Wiggins. Hmm. He just didn't like Cat. I think that was more personal than. So what? Cat was, Cat was too outgoing. You know, Wiggins never offended anybody because he's such right. a quiet guy. So well, and didn't Jimmy and Cat have some off the court issues as well? Uh, apparently, yeah. In, a, I, in I, the I, romantic I, side of things, I don't with... know if that was true or not. But uh, I know that. I mean, he went after. He ripped them again when they played down in Miami this year. They went after each other, right? Didn't they? Didn't Butler was that this to, year? Yeah, wasn't it this year? Yeah. But uh, yeah. It's, so, uh, so it's, what's it's the, okay to say Wiggins played good. There's nothing wrong with that. What's the story? And it, it's, um, I think you put, put it in the part about the last part of your column. What's the story with Ryan Saunders going after Andrew in the locker room? Supposedly he just had a meltdown at halftime once and just was screaming, you okay. know, just Ryan, Mr. Calm and just went nuts. Andrew, you know, about, and, uh, to the point that he supposedly had chest pains or something. I don't know. Uh, but because uh, he wouldn't tell me, but I'd heard that secondhand. And, uh, uh, and, but he said he played great the second half. As you said, yeah, I, I, was, I was coaching and he was taking coaching, you know, so okay. he didn't want, he didn't <laughs> want to, um, he didn't want to, because he was out there for a week with Carrie Kerr early this season. Mm. He hung out and, you know, he did some of that. He went around. He said, NBA coaches are odd ducks. They, you know, Tibbs. Basketball they, guys, man. They had Tibbs out there last year, right? right. Tibbs was out there for those a lifers, couple, three weeks. Yeah, Those they, lifers are an odd they group. They are. They are. They're, you know what they remind me? The, the Jim Rat coach, the uh, 60-year-old guy. They remind me of those guys when you go to a hockey arena. Like a outstate hockey arena, the guy that the the seventy year old guy who goes to every game, you know, doesn't have a grandkid, doesn't have a nephew, but the home team's playing, or the Phantoms are playing, or something. That guy goes to the hockey game. The 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 real possessed guy up in Hibby who yes. goes and and you know. You talk to him, and yeah, yeah, I could tell that kid was going to be a player when he was ten, you know, and yep. that that kind of stuff. Those, those guys, the, the the basketball junkies are similar to that, you know, that they just they're possessed by everything. And if, if you want the basketball junkie, Fratell is number one because he describes every play on a basketball court like it's a football play. Mm-hmm. You know, it's. No, it's not. It's some guy making a shot or not. But, but he's got five different movements that created created every shot. I told you guys this this week, though, or last week. I love Van Gundy, man. He's great. Don't you think? Yeah. I mean, he because 
Mark Jackson does nothing for me, but mm-hmm. yeah. Because Van, 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 really Van Gundy, when Van Gundy really builds some guy up, it's sincere. Yes. He'll take a There's shot no at him. There's no BS there. No, no, there isn't. He's got no time for it. No. And that's why I thought when he made that, Steph, Steph made some shot at, on the corner and it was just a pause and he said, you have any idea how good that shot was? How tough it was to make? Do you have any idea? You know, it's like, I'm smart enough to know, but I don't think you, you are. You do. Yeah, he's yeah. probably right. Yeah, he is. He is. So, uh, Golden State, though, they, uh, they're going to have to get rid of somebody, huh? Yeah. Uh, financially. It'll be, right? And I'm, cu- I'm curious to see because there are people that can backslide in to fill some roles there, too. Mm-hmm. They've got some young players. Wiggy's uh, Wiggy's probably going to have to take uh, on the next deal. He's not he can't get as much money as he's making now, but he might want to stay. He's got all the money in the world. I'm curious anyway. about that one. I am. Too. I'm curious if he stays or not. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can see a team being tempted to say we we can continue to get out of you what you did. I think they'd probably be wrong because I think where the place that he plays, it has to be the right place for him. He's, oh yeah, it's got to be someplace like that. But the coach. The coaches in the NBA are like pals for the most part. But this owner out there has been taunting the Timberwolves, you know, LaCobe or whatever his name is. He's been making fun of them, you know, making fun of them again, you know, about how he said, you haven't even seen all we got out of this trade yet. Wait till you see what we got. You you know, you don't have to rub more salt (laughs) in the wounds here. I mean, we're, you know, I'm. There's there's some hope here to squeeze into the top ten again next year. What the hell? Hey, Gerson's gone. So yeah, Gerson's gone. Yeah, stop uh, stop teasing us this bad man. What else we got going? What else? I went out to uh, Cologne yesterday. Oh yeah, ate some of Craig's curds. Watched about three innings. It was a little hot, so the wife was going to walk over and get the car and get the air conditioning running. And in Cologne, she somehow walked to the wrong street and couldn't find the car. There's only two streets in Cologne. So I only stayed for like three, four innings of the, of the baseball game and got home. And, and watched, you didn't take the blame? Got home and watched the golf. Uh, no, I, I thought you might think so. That sounds like one where I think it's possible for you to take the blame. The Hollanders are down this year, though. They're oh, not, are they? Yeah, they're not. They Where's the state tournament down. this year? Okay, where the hell is God, I can't remember. Never topped last year, though. Waconia, brand new great ballpark. Chaska, 1950 great ballpark. That's and great, then, yeah. And then, uh, and then uh, Hampton, which has got the old-time style pasture. They had a Three different. Oh, Faribault. Reavers has it. Oh, really? Reavers, Dundas, Faribault. Here it is. Oh, yeah. Meadsville. Meadsville is the yeah, third. Yeah, here the, we go. Meadsville is the third site. Yeah, Reavers will be like gone for two weeks when the tournament's on. Yeah, and drunk for three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's. Uh, I've committed to writing a piece for the program. I better remember to do that. I think it's only 300 words. So. No, you'll, you'll be done with that within no time. Yeah, well. You have I tweets that are. Supposed to have uh, a topic. Joe Driscoll's wake Thursday night. Joe's gone. Yep. God love him. I can't wait for the wake, man. There's first of all, there's going to be 400 people there, and there's going to be 400 stories. <laughs> there's going to be some tales that, that I was going to write something on him this weekend for Monday, and then I said, no, I, there's there's got to be fresh material, right? Because <laughs> uh, I have. 20 good stories on him, but there's got to be fresh material. Yeah. He was an amazing high school athlete at Lasseur. Uh Football quarterback. He had a walk-on tryout as a punter with the Rams. I, you know, he was, he drove out in his car, talked his way in, and they watched him punt for two days, and they really liked him. Really? Great punter. Great basketball player. Terrific basketball player. He got... 58 one night against Gaylord without threes and stuff like that. Just shoot great shooter. And then baseball, of course, was his, was his sport that made him famous. So he was, he went to Southwest state was going to play all three sports. But as I said, they had those damn classes that you were (laughs) supposed to show up with. He was not a, didn't apply himself in the classroom. No, no, he was uh, (laughs) one of the best lines somebody had on Twitter is, 
he was Mace, you know, he painted Mace's inside of Mace's house for You him. told me that, yeah. Mace, Mace called me. He says, this guy says he's your idol. And I said, yeah, he is. He's, he's a good. And as somebody said, and I'm sure that Joe worked 10 to 2 straight through <laughs> before he had to take off for the day and go someplace else. But I think I got to find out, but I think he's also that guy that every town had that was the best athlete, but also the best pool player, yeah, the best card player, the best whatever the hell it was. You know, he, he had that that irreverent edge that allowed him to participate in the events that your mother would not want you, you know, that yeah, yeah, I got to go uptown and play pool. I'll be back later. And, you know, cause pool had that bad connotation, yep. but he was uh, only 70 turned. He would have turned 71 next month, but he had a bad stroke about three years ago. And it's funny about a year and a half later, he was better, but then he got worse again. Okay. I, I don't know how those work, but um, he got worse again. I saw him last summer in Arlington when they had a reunion and uh, I knew it wasn't good by then. So, but he was a great, he's probably my favorite all time town ball character. Just cause we got to know each other and he'd, you'd, uh, you know, I'd like on that weekend, one of the last weekend, one of the weekends they, they had, they've always got the tournaments the B and the AAC close together. And, and uh, so if I go on a weekend, I'll say, hey, where's Driscoll? Yeah, I just saw him over at B, but he might be coming over here pretty quick. <laughs> you know, he said he was coming over here. So, uh, yeah, he was uh, just a just a royal character, man. South Southwest State, he would have been great, but you know, just didn't maintain. How long did he last? I don't think he made it through his senior through his freshman year. Yeah, well, I don't think he. I think he was, happens. I think I, there was probably quarters back then. He probably made it through two quarters. Played a little. Played. He was on a football team, and then he started basketball. I don't know if he ever made it to baseball. He hung out down there. The, Paul McDonald, who's the oldest of the McDonald, Bobby McDonald's kids, and a wonderful character. Got married late in life, kind of straightened out his snot, and he coached that the it's Vermilion, I think, the, the J.C. and Ely that he mm-hmm. coached for 30 years. and. And is just a character and funnier now. And he said that he uh that he ran into Driscoll at some damn bar down there someplace. And Driscoll hired him as his painter assistant for a summer one year. He he McDonald became the other painter. What a pair that would have been too, man. That was that would have been uh that would have been something, those two guys together. Paulie is uh, you know, up and still up in Ely now, but he quit coaching his you know, the the McDonald family's got like uh all his kids coached. Joel is like no, winning, I didn't. winning but they got you get grandkids coaching. I think they came up with a stat that they Past five thousand in victories, or however many victories. The, the family victory total is like unbelievable because of the daughters and the and uh, the whole crew is just. You know, they all ended up in coaching because of the old man. Wow, it's crazy. So, what else is on your mind, sir? I think we've. I think we've run the gamut. We're, I just. Uh, I just want to see the, uh, when is the twin uh, series. When is the uh, see how they do. when is the NHL draft? July this year because they put so it they back. they put it back because they put it in that Olympic break, and so I, the whole thing's back. And the NBA is this week sometime, right? The NBA is Thursday night. Thursday. Wolves have the nineteenth pick, yes. and I guess Shams ha- Shams this morning has the Wolves tied to potentially Clint Capella of the Hawks talking to the Hawks getting, about getting him. a big guy trying to get a big guy, yeah. That'd be a good idea. I like him. Uh, but the we got two number ones, right? Or two number two with the NHL. Oh, NHL. Um, didn't they get a get one because they lost yeah, somebody? Two. They got a yeah. They yes, a, they they lost they, a draft pick from a few years back who didn't who didn't sign didn't sign with them. Yeah. It wasn't that good. Yeah, I first see, round pick. Frederick Frederick. So they've got a first, two seconds, and I think they've got one in each round after oh, that. They gave the them, they gave so they gave him an extra second. 
for the one yeah, they, for the guy they, they lost. And then they and then they traded a second to the Blackhawks in the Flurry trade. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So Flurry didn't cost them Not because they didn't get out of the right. first round. Yeah, if they had gotten to the conference finals, he and he won X amount of games, it would have been a first. Mm-hmm. But obviously, that didn't come close to happening. Dirk Cooper, we didn't need him. Well. Colorado might not either, You're Pat. Not, huh? I said it, the Avalanche might not either. You're, uh, Saturday was. You're I mean, not. You're going to refuse to rip them for letting Kim Cooper go. Oh, I don't. No, no, no. Look, they made a lot of. Where was he? Was he better than Doobie or worse? Uh, he was really flighty, and so he he's actually why they went and got Dubnik because he was melting okay. down so bad. Okay, and that team was out of the playoffs when they got Dubnik. Dubnik yeah, went Doobie to Buffalo, came. got the shutout, and was great. Where's Doobie now? Uh, retired. He's not playing. Okay. Uh, he, he was doing some TV like three weeks ago. Wasn't he? Didn't he end up in college? Where did he end up? San Jose. San Jose, yeah. And the, yeah, but he didn't play the, this. I think he, he's done. He didn't play. They are this season. strange creatures. Goalies? Oh, yes, God. They're yeah. the strange creatures. Yep. And they're also, a lot of them go up and down. By the way, I tweeted this out and I should mention it before the day's over. I have a real hard time with modern soccer. One reason being they didn't just, they just stopped playing for three weeks in the middle, in the summer, right? Yeah. They stopped playing because of an international thing. Yeah. Do you realize the first year the kicks were here? The first year of the kicks, Alan Willie and the boys, mm-hmm. 54 goals in 24 games. Mm-hmm. These guys have 16 goals in 15 games. I looked the other day on Saturday. Yes. There were 10 games played. Yes. Four teams had two. 16 had either one or zero. How can you watch this? How can you watch this nonsense? What's wrong with three or four once in a while? They've got 16 goals in 15 games, and they're not the worst team in history. How did the... Kicks generate so much offense is my question. Where is they Alan tried Merrick? to score. They tried to score. They didn't just sit back and worry about, you know, when they, let's go down here and so get So we a need goal. some rule changes is what you're telling me. I don't know what we need. Maybe the talent level just sucks and they can't, nobody can put a goal in because the whole league, nobody scores. You never see a four. You know? Yeah. But I mean, back in the day, you're right. I think these guys. Ace, I think Alan these Willie, guys Ricardo beat. Alonso? I think these guys beat the Cosmos nine to two one day. Nine to two. I can to this day name more kicks. Oh, yes. than current. Oh, me too. United players. That's right. I just realized <laughs> oh, I'm no, and it's not even close. And you never went to a kicks game, right? No, I did. You did. I went to the Met a few times. Yeah, I saw him against Montreal. I saw him against Denver once. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Did you no, go? I was you, not, you went inside. I was not, I was not you drinking. Were, yeah, I was too young to drink. You, were, you weren't in on that. I wouldn't have gone inside but if I had been looked on, You looked on with envy at the orgy that was oh. taking place. <laughs> I don't think I understood exactly what I was missing. No, that's you were young enough. I was too to, young to identify the fact that that was a lot more fun than watching the game. Oh, God. It was, uh, yeah. It was. You talk about a... <laughs> Sodom and Gomorrah. I, I have said this a hundred times, but the guys that when I do those occasional stories on the reminiscences of the kicks, they always say, "I had a big thing." Sixteen years old, you know. The big thing is, before we left, we had to know who they played and what the and whether they won or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was the big information when you came sneaking in the back door, and one of the parents was up and. How was the game? Oh, they won. Uh, who'd they play? Uh, Toronto. Okay. He answered the quiz for the night. <laughs> at some point, didn't they start to sweep the parking lot and make you go at in half-time, and go home? At halftime, you had to go inside. Yeah, well, they had mounted police out there after a while. <laughs> it was I don't think people can identify what that parking lot. No. The amount of debauchery that went on no. in that parking lot. Not just for kicks. No. Oh, yeah. You know, the Twins, yeah. Vikings. Vikings. Now, the Vikings, it was a different kind of, we, we, they were like the defenders of, of, of us living in Minnesota, you know, that, right. They, out there in the cold. But, yeah. But that crowd could get drunk. When Ooh. did tailgating start out there? Almost immediately, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, very, so 16. very early, I think. I don't think right away, but within, you know, we, 
We were doing it before you frauds and Green Bay. That's were. what I was going to ask. Yeah. Were, were we the first? Yeah. And it became by by the glory years. It was a big. They were having <laughs> they were having people with. Think about it that though. The mission was to show up with as much booze as possible. Mm-hmm. Open your car up. Yeah. Get absolutely hammered. But, but, but then people were having dining tables. Yeah. You know, they'd park together and they'd have meals and had. And I remember leaving there once in a driving rain. Two and a half hours after the game, and I was parked in some god awful spot around <laughs> behind the, the right, Orioles lot, behind the right field fence, the Tigers lot. And there was a young, there was a young girl out there, like early twenties, and her companion was up against the fence, the back fence, like against completely, like. Might have been dying of alcohol poisoning. And this young girl who was, hell, you know, she was completely hammered too. But can you help me? Can you help me? And I said, I'll drive over there and get some cops and have them come and help you over here. But uh, I can't be putting him in the car. He might puke. Oh, yeah. yeah oh, know? not might. Yeah, I can't. I've been, and I, you know, if you want to come with me and leave him here and we can, you can talk to the police. No, I don't, you know, because I said, nobody's taking him. Nobody wants him. Right. You know, you can leave him the here. The cops might throw him in the drunk tank. You can leave him here in the rain, but uh, <laughs> but this poor girl, I wonder whatever happened to her. Because I went and the cops said, okay, we'll check. But, uh, you know, they weren't in any hurry because there were 300 other drunks laying on the floor, uh, you know. Well, some of the great tailgating there was the during the playoff run and, and uh, you know, some of the, whenever the North Stars had a decent oh. playoff run and the, and the weather would get good, yep. you know, you get the late April. The last days one. And, Na- yeah, 91, 91 was legendary. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because that last game was Memorial Day, right? Yeah, it was around there, yeah. May, I think it was Memorial yeah. Day. Yeah. So, yeah, and that was, you know, back then you say, can you believe they're still playing hockey on Memorial Day? Mm-hmm. Now they're. Still playing hockey on July 4th. I was going to say now, you could just keep going. That's right. All right. All right. All right. We'll do it again. All right. Well, let's see. When's, is what day of the week July 4th? Does anybody know? Anybody uh, have any idea? I can find it for you. I got my, uh, let's see here. July the f- Monday. It's a Monday. AJ. So, Thank uh, you, AJ. Not next, two Mondays from now. We're going to have to uh, take that day off. Probably. Do it a little later in the week. All right. I have arranged to go to Cooperstown. Oh, you are going. For the I paper? To, I hate to tell you, no, I hate to tell you how I'm going to get there, but it involves travel through Toronto. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> no. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. My companion is going to, I might have to drive. You know who my companion's going to be. Oh, yeah. So, yes. <laughs> yes. All this, right. This could be bad. I'll talk All to you right, next Monday. You have heard me discuss my relationship with Josh Arnold for some time. The reason I advocate that you give Josh a call is simple. Trust and results. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions. As has been said, uh, through all of our relationship, past results do not guarantee future returns. And while that is true, Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. You can understand that Josh will make sure you are not paying more in fees than you are seeing and returns. Yes, that is more common than you would like to think. Do yourself a favor and have a booking with Josh for the 48-minute free evaluation. This is a no-obligation meeting. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. You will be glad that you did. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Patrick Royce is a paid endorser.